0: My voice is back today, and I'm making sure that I get this out to you for this week. Today, I'm going to be talking about where do feelings come from? And this is really, really important. I've had Carla McElhern on, and we've talked about emotions. I've had Chip Conley. I've had Todd Cashton. I've had a lot of people, Brene Brown, talking about emotions. But first, we want to understand where do they come from? Because so often, we put our emotions, especially those bad ones, onto other people. We blame them, saying that they made me mad, they made me irritated, they hurt me. And really, feelings come from our thoughts. And so let me see if I can give you an example. If somebody does something, if your daughter, your teenage daughter, rolls her eyes at you, and then that upsets you, that is because What happens is the circumstances, your teenage daughter rolls your eyes at you and then there's a process in your brain of what is the story you're making up in your mind about her rolling her eyes. It could be she doesn't respect me. She doesn't love me. Where's my five-year-old daughter? And so either you're sad, you're mad, angry. That's where your feelings come from always knowing that your feelings come from your thoughts, the stories you tell yourself. And I, one of the things that I'd work with my clients on is the stories are like an iTunes playlist. And when I was 15 or 16, I liked to feel sad. I liked to, you know, feel sad and hopeless. I just, you know, I thought that was probably a cool state or something. And so I would listen to sad songs on my tape recorder. My stereo that, you know, those tape decks, remember those? And I would listen to sad songs so I could feel sad. And those were somebody else's words, but they were going through my brain. I attached to them because there was something that resonated. And then I felt sad. And I could do this for hours. Do you remember doing this when you were a teenager? I could do this for hours and hours. So now <laughs> if, that's, we would have an iTunes playlist of here are the sad songs, right? If I were a teenager now. But just like a psych-up tape, we used to make psych-up tapes as athletes. We would never put those sad songs because we want to get pumped up and excited and get that adrenaline rushing. So we would make each other these psych-up tapes with, you know, fun music, cool music that would kind of get us amped up. So you have those. That's another iTunes playlist. Notice there are words that go into our brain. There's music also. And then our feelings come from that. So we can create our own stories in our brain. And I ask you, what stories do you want to create? Do you want to create the iTunes playlist of the sad songs, I'm not enough, I'm a bad person, I am bad, there are better people than me, somebody else could do this better? Or do you want to create the songs of I am enough, I am worthy, I am lovable, I am imperfect and flawed and that's okay and I'm enough? Uh, What What is it that you want to feel and then start thinking about what are the stories that help you feel that. And here's the thing this isn't positive affirmations where you go in front of the mirror and if you're overweight and you say, I'm skinny, I'm skinny, I'm skinny, because the voice in the back of your head is saying, Liar, liar, pants on fire. It's about finding the truth. So, again, with that original um, situation with a teenage daughter, you could say, Oh, She's rolling her eyes. Isn't that interesting? And that will have less of a trigger for me than she shouldn't be rolling her eyes. She's being so disrespectful. She doesn't love me. Where's the five-year-old that couldn't be apart from me? So notice, she's rolling her eyes. Okay. Or um, there can be some other thoughts of she's learning how to process her own stuff. She's a teenager. This is what teenagers do. So the more that I can detach from what she is doing. And now I've changed it. So maybe I'm not feeling happy and joyful and gleeful and being like, oh, this is wonderful parenting experience. But what I'm doing is that I'm detaching my own worthiness by what she's doing. Another example, I remember years ago, um, I don't know what my husband did. something I can't even remember. And I was like, oh, he just irritates me. And then I started laughing because he can't irritate me. It's my thoughts. He's not following the script I have for him. And so now I'm irritated because he's not following it. Most often he doesn't even know I have a script. And then he's not following it. Okay. So again, it goes back to what are the stories that you're telling yourself? And this is, this can be life changing. This for some of you is like, what are you talking about? If you've been on my newsletter, I've been doing short little uh, clips about this. I've been doing short little writings about this to explain this. But always knowing that your feelings come from what you think. Your feelings come from what you think. And that really helps simplify things. So paying attention to how you feel. And remember, this doesn't discount Harriet Lerner or Todd Cash all the guests I've had on my show, because, you know, Harriet Lerner, that dance of anger, anger is about boundaries being broken. So there's still a thought process in there. Todd Cashton will say that, you know, negative emotions are really important. They're giving you information. So if you're angry, and you know, I spent a good portion of my adult life angry, you know, go in and start to understand what's going on. Because maybe you're like, people are taking advantage of me. Well, first off, are you setting any boundaries? Are you saying no, or are you just saying yes because you want to be the nice person? Right? Or it can be um, people are taking advantage of me, or I never get what I want, or when's it going to be my turn? These were kind of like my old stories that I had. Instead of, well, Corinne, it's important that you ask for what you want. You may not get it, but at least you asked for it instead of waiting for somebody to say, oh, it's now your turn because it wasn't happening, right? So really paying attention to what you are thinking and what you are feeling. And I want to help simplify the feelings just a little bit because there's huge feelings lists out there. But for those of us that, you know, most of us don't have a very good um, emotional language, right? So there's happy, sad, angry, mad, joyful, confident, empowered, shame. Those are those that that's enough. There's eight, you know, you can use those to get started on how how am I feeling right now? And then what am I thinking? What is the story I'm telling myself that's helping create this feeling? So I invite you to go practice that and I'm smiling big for you and I want to do a big shout out to Chris Chrisann09 for leaving an iTunes review. Thank you so much. And come on over and join our community at HowSheReallyDoesIt.com and I'm building a community there for you guys. There's going to be some great resources for you all. And until next time, I'm smiling big for you. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting never been so wide